Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Creative Rise podcast. This episode is going to be so great. I'm so glad you're here for this because we are talking to a good friend of the show, a six-week Creative Rise Mastermind graduate. He was in the last round of the six-week Creative Rise Mastermind, uh, Kyler Miles. He's an awesome dude. He is the founder of a content agency, a short-form video-focused content agency called Making It Happen. It is a phenomenal industry to be in. He has had an incredible last six months. The last six months of his life and of his business have been so full of change and growth and new everything, it almost seems like, which is so cool. So his story is phenomenal, but the value he knows how to communicate from the story, like the the way that he talks about the things he's learned, the way he talks about how you can also benefit from the things he's learned, the things that he's he's failed at or succeeded at is incredible. So we are so excited for you to get on into this episode. But before we do, exciting news. We talked about this last week on the podcast. If you have not listened to last week's episode yet, we said that we were going to release the dates of round nine of the six-week Creative Rise Mastermind, which Kyler is a graduate of. The next round is coming up so soon. It's coming way sooner than we thought it was going to come. It's coming real, real quick. It's going to start February 12th, and applications go live to the waitlist, which you want to be on the waitlist because if you're not on the waitlist, you're not going to get the bonuses in the early access pricing, and you might not get a spot because it always sells out, and the waitlist fills it up pretty much pretty quick. Waitlist gets access on January 25th to apply before the rest of the public does. So if you want to get on the waitlist for that, you got to get on the waitlist. Go to creativebrows.com. You'll see all the buttons there to join the waitlist. We'll be communicating with you on how you can get ready to apply when the time comes and just give you a ton more information on what the mastermind is. It's the right fit for you. All of that stuff. All of that stuff. So we are so so excited about that. Cannot wait for this episode. Yes, everyone buckle up and here's Kyler. What's up, Kyler? Welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you so much for being on. Oh, guys, thank you so much for having me on. I've been listening to you guys for well over a year on Spotify. It just popped up. You guys were like my number one, number two spot listening. And I love that. Oh, we got a I Spotify listener. It is <laughs> like, I'm super thrilled. So thank you both for having me on. Oh, well, Kyla, you've become a great friend of ours, a great friend of Creative Rise Mastermind, show, of the show, the, everything. everything. So we are Honored to have you here. So Honored. thanks for being and here. Thanks for representing all the Spotify listeners. Because yeah. <laughs> fun fact, Spotify listeners are only 21% of our audience, I believe. So you're actually very Damn. small, which which is surprising. I thought more people would be listening on Spotify. We than, got a bunch uh, of Apple people. Yeah, it's all here, Apple. It's all Apple, Apple podcast people. But dude, welcome to the show. Yes. Uh, you've kind of already been on the show in reference. We've talked about you on the show before. <laughs> We've shared a little bit of your story. We're going to get way more into your story today. We did a sales call role play with you. So quickly, before we get into this whole episode with Kyler, if you have not yet heard the sales call role play video, it's basically Kyler, Christy, and I jumped on a Zoom call with the rest of the Creative Rise Mastermind community. And Kyler asked a question about pitching. And we said, well, why don't we do a live pitch, a live sales call? And he was so gracious to, to let us use that and, and give, make it public for everyone to learn because he had so many great things he said and a lot of stuff that was just so valuable for people to be able to watch and, and learn from. So dude, thank you again for that. And if you have not seen that, make sure after, after you listen to this episode, you go back. I can't remember what episode it was, but Only a, few uh, a few episodes ago, you'll find it. Yeah. 
But dude, you are finally on. We got the real life you. We're not just talking about you. We <laughs> yes, got the real Kyler yes. on the podcast. Not just a recording. If it's you're a recording, if you. you're not watching this on video, if you are watching this on video, shout out to the people that watch on YouTube. Uh, super cool. Or if you've seen this on Shorts or TikTok or whatever, Kyler's setup is amazing. It looks incredible. Oh, it is um, clean. So cool. Thank so you. Kyler's looking good. He's got a, he looks. He's got a fresh haircut. He's ready for the app. But um, <laughs> dude, let's jump on in. Yes. Uh, we always start with rapid fire, as you know, because you listen to the show. So a couple quick questions right off the bat. First one's so simple. Where are you from? So born and raised in British Columbia, Canada in North Vancouver. Cool, cool. Nice. Love and it. then what is your creative business? Like if someone says, what do you do? What do you say? So I run a social media content creation agency that focuses on helping business and brands skyrocket their attention and sales and make it happen online. Love and it. And your company is called... Making it happen productions. <laughs> I yes. love it. So so cool. Like so, how you that in there. Uh, how long have you been in the creative industry for? Like how long have you been pursuing this as an occupation? And then the sub question to that, the, the question B is when did you go full time? So I've been, I guess, involved with video and content creation. This will be the sixth year as of 2023 that I'll be involved in making content. But I only just started doing this full time at the beginning of this year. So I left my job in December 2021 and then registered my business and like started in quotations in the beginning of the new year. So it's like pretty much 12 months as of this month that I've been yeah, crazy Ooh. going doing this full time. So it's been awesome. Amazing. Happy business anniversary. I know. That's exciting. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy Say happy birthday. birthday. That's true. Happy, happy birthday. birthday to making uh, making it happen. <laughs> you are making it happen. Okay, yeah. last question. Last lightning question. This is our favorite. Lightning. You've never said that. That's, a, that's really? cool. We should call them lightning questions. Lightning Ooh, round. I like that. Uh, <laughs> we call them rapid name. fires. Ra <laughs> sure, rapid yeah. fire. Always. Yeah, okay. What's one fail you've had in your business? What's one flop? Because we're going to talk a lot about your successes, but let's also talk about maybe what flop or embarrassing moment you've had in your business that you just love to share with every single person listening. Probably all the DMs I sent before Creative Rise. I think those are embarrassing when I look out, look back at them. And after Creative Rise, I was like, I need to change this. Uh, <laughs> those were pretty embarrassing, I, I will admit. And, you know, rightfully so, didn't get much of a response. But you live and learn. And it's just been a cool experience, you know? I feel like that is the, uh, like, a equal to old Facebook photos. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you go far back, you look at, like, your statuses, your old Facebook photos. It's like, oh, what did I send that pitch, like, two years ago? Like, what did it say in there? So that is a good one. I love that. It just makes me laugh now. I just laugh at myself. So because you have to, right? You you have to laugh at yourself. Of course. They respond. Of course. Nothing personal, you know? Yeah. Old Kyler. That's old Kyler. This is, now we're on the new Kyler now. So that's all okay. that matters. Quickly to go into that before we jump into other stuff, what do you think was like the poorest pitch you ever DM'd somebody? If you can think back to like, man, what was the, one of the worst things I used to say over and over again? Because I can think of mine. I've had those moments, right? Where it's like, I cannot believe I used to send that to people and assume that they were going to give me their business. What do you think is your classic, like, I should never have sent this, but this is what I used to send? Man. There's so many. I think just in general, it was just like, hey, like I'm this person, you should hire me because I'm great and like we should work together. Like nothing about them, nothing about actually what problem they have, what actually I could do for their business and what results I have. I had nothing on my Instagram that even represented 
even closely to what I was offering. So of course they didn't reach back out, but just in general, just like, oh yeah, I could do this. Like I'm young, like don't you wanna hire like a young creative guy, you know, to help your business? Obviously I didn't say that verbatim, but it was a, around kind of that idea. I don't yes. know what hire I was thinking, me, I'm honestly. Cool. <laughs> hire me, I'm cool. Hey, hire me, I'm cool. Hire me, I'm cool. I sense a lot of hire me, I'm cools back in my day. So in the early stages of me pitching, I sense a lot of those too. So <laughs> we've all done it. Uh, you so said good. a couple things right off the bat that are already really cool. I didn't make it about them. I made it all about myself. It had nothing to do with their problems. It had nothing to do with the results I could get them. Though like that already is phenomenal advice. If you're looking to get better at pitching, guys, listen to what Kyler just said. Make sure you're not making it about you. Make sure it's not, you know, just a blank statement that has nothing to do with their problems. Make sure it talks about the problems and make sure it talks about the results you're gonna get them. Already, Kyler, that's awesome value. I love that. So why don't we dive on into your business right now? And I love talking about your business because I think your business is incredibly relatable. I think a lot of people, including us, have at different points in our journey and a lot of people in their own journey have struggled with the things that you've struggled with in your journey as a creative entrepreneur. Let's talk about for a second where you are right now. We just talked about this offline before we hit record. You have had some really big wins in the past couple months. Uh, Specifically, you know, quick plug, honest plug, specifically since you went through the six-week Creative Browse Mastermind and you just absorbed all of that, really plugged into the community, gave it your all, you are a full in dude. Like you really commit to stuff and it's it's obviously worked. So talk to us about right before we jump into some of the things that you've learned and where there's gonna be a ton of value for people. Talk to us quickly about where is your business currently at like mm-hmm. per month? And actually, before we even go there, what was a goal you had when you went full time? Why don't we start with that? Yeah, great start. So I wanted to replace my income with my, replace my full-time income with my job because I know that statistically, and especially the first year, a lot of business fail and failing as in like financially. And I just bought a house. I have a fiance. I have a 13-year-old stepdaughter. So I can't afford to fail. So, you know, I made it my mission to at least replace my income. And what I was making before a net was around 50, $60,000 net after taxes. I was living in Quebec at the time. And so I wanted to make that. And I'm really, really pumped and excited that I achieved that goal almost to a T. And like I did that. Now there's a lot of road bumps in that road to get to here, but that was the, the biggest goal that I had was replacing my my income with my full-time job. So I know that I have something here. And that was the biggest thing for me. Amazing. I think the biggest win for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge win, right? Because it gives you the security to keep going. So what a phenomenal goal, by the way, for your first year. It is so smart to go, how do I make sure this thing is going to have blood pumping through it? If the business is going to die, it's going to die because it runs out of finances, right? That is the reality for everybody. Not everybody thinks about that though. People go, well, it might die because I might not enjoy it as much. I'm not going to work hard. No, no, your business will die if you run out of finances. So for for you to go, hey, I need to match what I was making my full-time job in order for this thing to be feasible going forward. Genius. I love that you've done that. Huge congratulations. Talk to us about where you're at monthly recurring revenue-wise right now. If I was to look at your bank account over the next month, two months of what's coming in. If you're comfortable sharing that, because it's so cool. I know we've talked about where is that number getting closer to? Yeah. So I'm projected and and these are signed contracts of, and we just did the math before this, this episode, you guys calculated for me because I didn't even know this. 
over $11,000 a month in recurring revenue as of January, 2023. So I'm just like stoked because like I'm ending this year around 50, 55, you know, K as a full year, but now I'm averaging $11,000. So if you can do the math for the full year, I'm well exceeding what I had in last year. So it's a, an incredible feeling and kind of surreal at the same time, but it, it has just been a, an amazing journey. So that's kind of the, what I'm, I'm looking forward to, I'm really looking forward to the new year, guys. <laughs> really yeah. looking forward to this new year. We all are, yeah. Dude, so happy for you, man. That is incredible. That is a lofty number. Big number. Yeah, to be making each month. And so we are so proud of you. If I think about the main thing that has caused that number to be a reality in your life, I think I would drag it back to what you're offering. I think what you're offering is really smart. I think what you're offering is really relevant to yeah. the the problems in the industries that you are you're putting your feet in. You're 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 planting a, you know, a flag saying I'm here, I'm here to serve. Offers are not easy though. And I know that we have chatted, you and I have chatted a ton about offers. You're shaking your head as I can see you on video going, they're not easy. <laughs> uh, they're not easy for Christy or I, you know, they're not easy for anyone. Coming up with the right offer is the thing that is going to really dictate whether your business explodes or whether your business kind of stays small or whether your business disappears. So Kyler, I want you to talk to us about before you joined the mastermind and you were only in the mastermind, you know, towards the end of this past year. So you're really coming out of this thing hot, you know, to think about what you've accomplished since the mastermind that's setting you up for 2023 to be a huge year. It's incredible. And I, I truly believe it's only the beginning. And I know you believe that as well. Talk to us though, what was your business like before you joined the mastermind? And what were, I know I just mentioned offers. So talk about that for a second, but what are maybe one or two of the things you were struggling with as a business owner, as you thought about making it happen? Mm -hmm. Great question. So before Creative Rise, I was like a freelancer. So my business was myself and I had like steady clients, but there always were one-off, one-off projects. And, you know, I was so excited to get the project that I just want to get started. And some of the projects went a long time, like two, three months, and I wouldn't see a penny of that till the very end. And so having no income for that amount of time is, is stressful, stressful on relationships, stressful with, you know, my business financially, it's stressful in all ways. So before Creative Rise, the biggest challenge I had was like, how do I, like, I know I'm making decent money. Like I'm signing these contracts, you know, and, and they're big, you know, contracts, $10,000, $15,000, but I'm not seeing anything till the end of it, which doesn't, doesn't help, right? My business, the health of my business, I can't invest in my business because then I'm really going into the red. And so that was one of the biggest challenges kind of going into before Creative Rise and going through the journey of the six week mastermind and learning about offers. I really learned about like when you're displaying an offer to a potential client, like you are solving a problem. You are solving something that they either know that they have or don't know that they have. And you are presenting something that will make their life better or grow their business so that they achieve the goals that they want. And so the biggest thing I realized that I, I was just, I was more transactional. People are like, hey, ring this up. Sure, let me ring it up for you. Now pay me. Versus now I'm actually going to them and, and I'm actually pitching something that will improve them. And there's money coming in first and and the when you get paid first that means they believe you can achieve that outcome 
So that's the been the biggest shift too is that like, you know, they they don't want to pay me up front because they're not sure really if I'm going to be able to achieve what they asked of me. And so they want the service first. And there's nothing wrong with that business. It just wasn't right for me and what I wanted for my life and what I wanted for my, you know, I went into entrepreneurship to be more financially free, to do the things that I love and not work more hours, which I was doing, right? So creating a compelling offer, which I really learned a lot from you two, was delivering that and delivering the promise and giving them the kind of the ability to believe you and believe that you can achieve what you said you can. So that's been the biggest shift. If I can summarize it for anyone listening or watching this right now is that are you in a transactional business or actually providing a solution and promising and you don't have, you don't have to guarantee it, but you can have results in that area, which shows them that, Hey, this guy can actually, you know, pun intended, make it happen for my business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So that that's been the biggest shift. I love that. So, Talk to me about, a lot of people are going to be, okay, well, what was your offer, Kyler? You kind of mentioned it was one-offy stuff. You were in the video production space. And then now, what are your offers now? So explain the difference between the two. Okay. So before Creative Rise, which was basically like majority of the year, like 80% of the year, because Creative Rise was kind of near the end of the year, I was doing any video. Except for weddings. That's the only thing I didn't want to do. And Christy, I know you do. I know you do weddings. No, no, no. Nothing against weddings. No, you Nothing don't have against to explain. I get I it. Was weddings just like, are tough. I heard everyone in the creative business, like when I first started, side note, when I first started getting to video, I was thinking about it and someone really like, was like, listen, if you do it, get ready because it's a whirlwind. And I just went in a different route. That's that's it, right? Nothing against weddings. I'm going to be gay. No, it's for some, some people. It's not for some other people. It's not for some other people, for totally. sure. Yeah. So for me personally, I just didn't want to go that. So, you know, I was doing any type of video ads, social media videos, tutorial, YouTube tutorials, website videos, you name it. It was just all over the map. And I could never really pinpoint what were my best skills. And, you know, if I'm being frank, like I'm not, I wouldn't say the greatest editor or filmmaker out there. There's far more people better than me who've been doing it longer, who can you know, I create a good product, but I wasn't like, this is like, I'm amazing at this. I I never thought that. I thought I was really good, but where I really learned where I am really good at is directing people, helping people articulate on camera, make them feel comfortable. Because I learned videography through the podcast space. And so I'm going to bring this back to the point here. So that's how I learned. So I, I really learned how to get people out of their shell and, and get like forget about the camera and just have a conversation, right? And that's where the gold it really comes out. And so through Creative Rise, we go through, you know, exercise, you know, learning about the skill sets that you have and and really understanding and where do you want to position yourself? Because it, you know, the riches are in the niches, right? Like you do grow a lot faster if you are specialized in something. You know, if you go to a doctor, a doctor will refer you to a specialist based on your specific needs or your pain points in this scenario. So there is a reason why specialists exist and and why so many people online are saying, do something, do one thing really, really well and then expand into more general if you want or continue down that path, right? So that was before I was doing everything under the sun except for weddings. And then after Creative Rise, I specialize in short form video content. And 
what I found the the pocket that I'm finding, because I will say my offer is not perfect. I'm still learning a lot. It's my first year of business. All of my us business are, yeah, gonna, of course. Yeah. Exactly, right? My business is going to change probably so many times in the next year. Yep, it will. But right now, as we're recording this, it's specializing in short-form video content, helping anyone that ha- who is existing, like putting effort into content. So that would be a podcast, a YouTube channel, or maybe a course, or just making content for their business. Who is investing in their business? Because I didn't want to work with people who were just starting because you know, there's a lot of education. They don't have the right yeah. budget in, in my You didn't want to have so, to convince them video was even worth it. You wanted people who already knew video was worth it, right? Yeah. So they, so those people, because I know podcasts really, really well, I was going to be creating short form video content, which is the thing right now, like TikTok, YouTube shorts, Facebook reels, Instagram reels, Pinterest now has reels. Snapchat is introducing something new. Everyone's going into this vertical kind of sphere of video. And so I knew that people are making content, they're spending money, time and energy into podcasts, into making content, but they need more of it. And so my offer that we developed, that you two helped me develop, was creating short-form video content, a month's worth of short-form video content to not only grow their, you know, either show or business, but, you know, gain attention around what they're, what they're doing right? The problems that they're solving. So I went from generalist freelance videographer who is remote and local to now I'm a short form video creator for these specific people. And I think now in the new year, I'm even trying to get more niched into that field, right? Yeah, smart. And and become even like, how can I become an expert in that field? And that's kind of what I'm trying to learn and do right now, because then I can bring more value to my clients, right? So that's the big difference between the two versus general everything under the sun, whatever, to specialize. And now I have double the clients and they're recurring. So it's not one off and then waiting three months to get paid. It's every single month I'm getting paid, Yeah, right? Well, and that's, that's the most important thing, Kyler. I love that you just mentioned that. Doing everything is not a bad thing. It's just it's not as consistent because when you're solving 20 different problems, you're not known for solving a singular problem. Where when you're solving one problem, you get known for solving that problem and people come to you and say, hey, I want to work with you consistently on this one problem. And then I also have 10 other friends I can refer you to. So I love that you're, you've gone from a guy who had one-off deals to a guy who has now has over $10,000 of recurring revenue every single month coming from an offer right? That you are only looking to scale even more because the offer has been simplified. It's been really, really focused in on who it's serving and what their problems are. It's brilliant. So for anyone listening to this, Kyler, that that's a phenomenal piece of advice is if you are looking for more consistency in your business, you're looking for more monthly recurring revenue, stop trying to do everything. Focus in on a problem you see in an industry and really, really Exert yourself as an expert in that field and and show how you can solve people's problems. And you got to make sure you have an offer that is set up to be a recurring offer, right? So why don't you talk to us about that, Kyler? Not every offer is is an offer that's set up well to be a recurring offer, you know? And I've made this mistake in my own business before where I've worked with somebody and I so massively blew them out of the water with what I did that I actually put myself out of business for the next six, seven months 
because they didn't need me anymore because of what I did. But at the same time, I overwhelmed them with what I did. And so it wasn't really a win-win. It didn't work well for people, right? Or another example of this is I sold a lot of headline, uh, headlining videos were like my bread and butter for so many years where we would do a seven to $12,000 one-off deal, which was great, you know, and we could stack a few of those in a month and the month was a big budget month. It was great, you know, but at the same time, it wasn't a recurring offer. And so as I've gone through my career, I'm, I'm constantly going, okay, the next time I make an offer, how do I make sure it's got a recurring element to it? So talk about what you think about when you think about a really good recurring offer. What do you think makes a good recurring offer good? What advice would you have for somebody who's listening, who's going, I think I want more of that in my business? Yeah. I think the biggest thing that I learned is that it sounds simple, but it's really hard. It, it really just comes down to what are the problems that you are qualified to solve and have results or experience or knowledge to solve. And that is recurring on a weekly, daily, or monthly basis. So in my space, content is something people need every day as that's the world we live in. So they need new content, they need new creative, they need new ideas. And so that this problem is not going away. It will evolve, but this problem is not going away. We are consuming more and more content as the years come and more technologies are coming around. So really to pinpoint is like, what is the problem they're solving? And there's different types of problems. There's surface level or external, like you guys talk about, and then there's the internal, right? And so the more that you can go to the internal root of the problem, the closer you are to the sun the more likelihood you're going to achieve what you're trying to do. And a lot of that is through experience. It's through research. And so you, you have to know what that problem is and create some type of promise or an, you know a message saying, listen, I know you're struggling with content creation. You have a podcast. I'm relating to you know, the things that they're doing. You have a course. You're a coach. You're an entrepreneur who is struggling to make content. You can't come up with ideas. You don't know how to execute those ideas. And then you get on camera. You don't know what to say. You look like this. Uh, you know. <laughs> so those are the problems that you have. So how can I create a solution that actually pinpoints all those problems and make it super easy for them to accomplish it. And the thing is, when you're solving a problem, more problems occur. And so you have to look at and, and write out, okay, if I do this, what other problems might come about? Or what other things do my client have to do in order to accomplish this? Well, creating content takes time. So they have to dedicate more time. And if they're really busy, it might be really tough. So that's a, another problem resulting in my solution. So it's not just the problem. It's all the problems that come after you implement the solution. And so there's a grid that you guys taught us, right? The desired results, you know, which is on the far left-hand side, which is what they want or the problem they're trying to solve, right? And you're going through this equation and basically... So on the left-hand side is the desired result. What are you trying to accomplish? So I need to make content on a monthly basis. You know, I'm struggling. You know, I'm putting work into this podcast, but I have no more time to dedicate to more content. Okay, so you want a month's worth of content. The next part of the equation is how do I know that you're going to actually help me achieve this? Well, here's the list of references that I have or the experience that I have. You know, well, I've worked on sets on podcasts that have over 12 million followers. So I know what works and how to find the best moments from a show. And I list those results that I have in that sphere. 
The other part of the equation is what is the time it's going to take me to actually accomplish this? Like I said, so this is going to add more time, more effort and energy to create more content. So how can I decrease that, right? If you think of the equation, right? Far left, desire result, far right, the likelihood of success. On the bottom here, what you're dividing is like, how can I decrease the time and effort of my client? So, well, well, in a podcast, the content's there. So you don't need to add any more hours to your work schedule or YouTube video. Yeah, I say podcast a lot, but it could be any piece of long form content. It could be a webinar, it could be a course, whatever. You have the content, you've already dedicated your time, energy, and money into that. So there's no more hours outside of that because we are gonna do the work to find the moments and create the content for you, right? And then on the other side, right, is understanding, so that's the time and energy. It, so really, when you're looking at this equation, it's like you're combating every single problem that could ever possibly happen, right, from your solution. And so if you just write it out, like, if I do this, B happens. If B happens, C happens. You just go down until the very end, and, and it's not going to be perfect. Like, some things you just... You, there's no such thing as a perfect offer, right? So you just have to just decrease it as much as you can, the least amount of effort and energy and time and thought process for them. And that way you're becoming more of a partner than a freelancer. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's a long explanation, that's so good. but that's kind of the step process that you taught me, right? To come up with an offer. And it's like an equation Right. And I maybe, uh, you know, fuffled some of the names and no, you nailed it. And, uh, you nailed it. But, but that's, I love that you have that memory. Develop that offer. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that. <laughs> I'm shocked you, you too. Know, you hit, you hit all of them. You hit all of them. Yeah. That's really cool, Kyler. And I think one of the other portions that we saw you do so, so well during the mastermind was taking what you had done behind the scenes and then actually tested it in real life. Mm -hmm. You went out, I remember you created an offer at the beginning of the mastermind that's actually different than what you're doing now, but you created an offer at the beginning that was an amazing offer and you tested it by pitching. I don't even remember. How many, do you remember how many people you pitched with that first offer? It was close to a hundred. I didn't, yeah, I, I lost track. I, I stopped. Yeah. I stopped counting after a while because it was just depressing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so it, it was, you, I, it, yeah. I think it was around 100, like, eight, you know, rough, give or take 20 people, but it was, it was up yeah. there. Yes. So I remember you had a great offer at the beginning, but it wasn't quite your like grand slam offer. And I remember you went and pitched that offer and you went and talked to 100 plus people about it. And it flopped. Like it, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. Right. But it wasn't because of your lack of effort or anything like that. But you just went, I went and tested my offer and it didn't hit and it didn't work. And that's when you went back to the drawing board. A lot of people would quit, which you is came why, back to the community, which is why yeah. I'm like, man, you are, this is why we wanted you on this podcast is because you have such grit that so many people do not have or have not let themselves have. But you went and pitched that many people with an offer came back after it didn't work right. And you went and went back to the drawing board, but yes, more specifically back to the community and made some changes to find this offer that you're currently doing now. And then you went out and pitched again and had a completely different result. So I just want to ask you more on the personal side, what was it like for you? And like, why did you decide to keep going and to keep finessing your offer and then go and pitch more people? Like what kind of determination like was within you during that discouraging time that has now led to this like really cool results time? Like what, mm -hmm. what was that experience like for you? Mm -hmm. So in my life, I, I have a, a lot of like 
several different models I live by. And one of them is that the only time I'll ever fail if, if I don't try. And growing up as a, you know, little kid, little Kyler, I struggled a lot as a kid, struggled reading, writing, speaking. I had a bit of a stutter, mumble, like everything out of the gambit you can think of. And it was hard for me to do simple things that my friends could do. And I got bullied because of it. And in my life, my parents really instilled in me at a young age that Kyler, the sky is the limit for you. You can do whatever you want to do. You can make it happen. And those things that I didn't realize then really impacted me because I had teachers tell me, you know, I won't go anywhere, principals, all kind of stuff, right? And I'm lucky to say that I've been able to travel to third world countries and teach people like reading and writing skills. I've helped build schools. I fundraise money and I've spoken in front of over, I think it was a thousand people at the age of 16 and gave a speech and fundraise money for this trip I went on. And so I'm saying this because I never wanted my failures to be because I didn't try. And whatever I really want, like I go for, I get. Like, and I don't allow failure, meaning I won't allow me not trying, right? Because I am just so, and maybe it's because of my parents that instilled in me, my parents are both entrepreneurs and they instilled in me that hard work is the foundation to anything. And so I'm just a really, really hard worker. I've worked hard all my life. And so I know how, I know how to work, right? And it may not be the most efficient, the most smart, the most, the best way to do it, but I will be the hardest working person in the room. And that's how I've been able to achieve this. And when I'm looking at a challenge, although I have my downs, you know, but overall, I know that I'm the result of what happens in my life, me. And so I'm the only person I'm in competition with. And you hear it so many times, but I'm such a believer that if you believe something wholeheartedly, because the beliefs that you have dictate the routine and habits that you have, which dictate the actions you take, which the only way to get results is through action. But it stems from the belief. It stems from the mindset of you can make it happen. And I say this and my friends make, you know, they joke around, they say this all the time is because I truly believe I can make anything happen I want. If I set my mind to it, I will achieve it because I will believe it wholeheartedly. Thus, I will do the, I'll have the habits of someone who has. So if I really believe I'm going to be a millionaire, I'm going to be doing the habits of what a millionaire person does. And those habits will dictate the consistent action to help me get to my result. And that's the biggest disconnect is like what, People want the shortcut. People want the shortcut. And so do I. It's like, I look on YouTube, what's the quickest way to this? Like, don't get me wrong. I also search for those things too. But that's the biggest thing. It's, it starts with the belief. So to answer your question, I believe that I will make this happen. I want to be a creative entrepreneur. I will be a creative entrepreneur. And I will help my fiance, you know, quit her job <laughs> that, you know, she doesn't love, you know, in case they're watching. And... So I will do those things. And it's just a matter of how much work I'm willing to, to put into it to Dude, make that's that brilliant. reality. So that's how I get over that it. That was phenomenal. You know, I, I've realized in life, we've probably all realized this. I've definitely seen this. Now, you know, 
Creditorize has existed for, this will be its fourth year we're going into once we pass summer of 2023, which is crazy that we've gotten to help thousands of creative business owners. You know, one of the biggest things that defines someone who's going to make it and someone who's not going to make it is that we all look for the shortcut. But the reality is there are shortcuts out there and there's lots of shortcuts. I would call the Creative Res Mastermind a shortcut. I think it shortcuts people massively. Mm-hmm. I, I know you'd agree with that. But the question mm-hmm. is, if the shortcut doesn't happen for you, are you still willing to put in the work? The people that are still willing to mm-hmm. put in the work, if the shortcut doesn't come or they can't find it, they're still going to be su- successful, right? But the people who only look for the shortcut mm-hmm. and go, I'm not willing to do this if there's no shortcut, those are the people who aren't going to get it. So, yeah. dude, that was a that was a brilliant little spiel you had. That and was awesome. just to add to, to what you just said, like you guys gave us the knowledge to accomplish these things. But if I didn't do it, none of this would have happened, right? You guys are the teachers, the guide, the Yodas of the world, you know, but we are the hero of our own story. Yeah, 100%. And so we have to go through the challenges. Yes. We have to face Darth Vader, if I'm going to stay with this analogy here. <laughs> you know, we have to face our demons yeah. and face the challenges that, uh, you know, in order for us to get to the happy ending mm-hmm. of the movie. 100%. Right? And so that's the biggest thing is that y- your shortcut was amazing and I and I highly recommend it, really, truly. But if you don't put in the work, you could take any course on this planet. If you don't put in the work, it will do nothing. Yeah, that's so true. So that's the biggest thing. I'd actually encourage people not to do anything. Don't take any course. Don't take anything if they're they're thinking it's a shortcut that they don't have to work for. Exactly. So talk to us a little bit about like, why did you jump into the six-week mastermind? Like, when did you know that it was time for something like that? Because I think as you talked about like millionaire habits, people like that, Mm. people like that always go external. They never go, oh, well, I'm just going to find all the answers within myself of how I'm going to become a millionaire, right? Like they are, they're going, how do I get that external support? How do I make those really smart, intentional decisions? Mm-hmm. When did you know it was like the right time for you to do that? And why did you join? So I stumbled across you guys. Yeah. I think a year and a half, maybe two years ago and really fell in love with your podcast. It was because at that time I was like, you know, thinking about starting a creative business. You guys were solving that exact problem for me, helped me gain a lot of experience in that time. And I actually applied like two other times, but didn't pull the trigger because I was like, ah, like at that time it was, you know, would have been a a really big investment for me. And it was, it was hard because that was a test to say, am I willing to spend my hard earned money on something that is not guaranteed, right? So that, it was a big thing. So when I finally came to it, it was like, I, I was looking at my business. I'm like, okay, like. I know on paper I'm making decent money, but I'm not where I want to be. And I know that this round was coming. And I know because I've seen so many people out of the Creative Mastermind talk about how much success they've had, how much their life has changed. Like I'm still talking to people in this group who have gained really, really great relationships all over the world. You know, there's people from Australia, in the States, in Europe, all over the map. And even someone from Creative Rise is asking me to coach them, which is like super humbling. I'm like, are you sure? Like, (laughs) really, you want to ask me? But that, you know, why I decided is because everything that you guys do, you guys have a very, very clear 
like offer around helping me with my problem, which is helping me scale and grow my creative business, which is something that I've been dreaming about for a long time. And you are in it. You guys are not just like two random people that's never had a creative business. You both have a creative background in video and photo. And so it just relates so much. And there's so many people that I've connected with, even just for the connections itself, because one of the connections from the group actually leaded to one of my clients which yeah, paid amazing. for the mastermind, by the way. 100%. Yeah. So just that one connection paid for the entire mastermind. So if you are listening, watching, whatever, and you're considering this, bet on yourself that you can make it happen and you will. And these two p- people sitting right here are amazing, amazing teachers who've put um, a thousands of hours into helping us, you know, skyrocket the, this journey. Right. And like I said before, earlier on this podcast, like I grew up not as a reader and a writer. And so my learning was visual and listening. So I've been listening to podcasts for years. That has been the main source of my learning. And reading is is kind of the end. Like I, when I read, I love listening to an audiobook and read. And that I retain so much. That's a quick hack. If you want to like learn something Great really hack. fast. That is kind of the decision-making process that I I decided to bet on myself. I looked at a lot of different courses and you guys had something very different in the market towards what I was going for. And so that's why I decided to finally, not just apply, but apply and do it. Because I applied before, but then didn't pull the trigger, which I'm sure you guys did a lot. Which is ironic. (laughs) It's funny to think about where you are now and to think if you would have passed up yet another round, where you would be, right? Like your entire offer changed the the skills, the stuff you built into yourself in order to make what you have right now yeah, happen. Yeah, we're so excited for you. Is is incredible. So first of all, thank you for the encouragement. Second of all, uh, dude, we are we're just so proud of you and your story. You're so great at at sharing with others on what you've learned yeah. as well. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today, dude. Love getting to to hear about everything you're you're doing and you're accomplishing. And thanks for sharing some of the golden nuggets that are helping you along the way. I love what you said about offers. The fact that you just rhymed off the four offer quadrants was incredible. Yes. I love that. Shows you are We're really, so really putting this stuff in, into practice and making it work. And it works. It's making Kyler money. Something that he has been taught by somebody is making him money. How crazy. We're so excited, man, that you're putting all that stuff to work and making it happen. And I love that your company is called Making It Happen because it just is so great when you oh get to gosh. say making it happen all the time. Yeah. So I'm glad that we got to speak that into the podcast all, all the so time. Cool. All the time, anywhere it's I can put so it. I love it. I love when I'm it. watching a movie and they say, you know, that because it's such a cliche, I feel like I should make a mashup of all the different movies that say it and then make that into a video. Because it's yes. like, it's, you know, I hear it all the time, right? But thank you both for yes. letting me share my story and thank you both for, you know, starting Creative Rise. It's been a, a truly transformative experience for myself. And I honestly don't regret anything and highly recommend you both and any future endeavors that you guys, you know, have. And if you guys are, are on the fence about it, I really highly recommend doing it just for the connections alone was worthwhile, not to mention the lifelong learnings I've gained. And it's just been a tremendous experience. And that formula of the offer that I just went through landed me my biggest client today. So thank you both for helping me land. And how big was that biggest client? How big was that biggest client? So right now it's a $50,000 project, but it honestly will probably be like, he is so, we're like joined at the hip. We text all the time, say good morning to each other. Like we have a great connection and the (laughs) the project has even started. I love it. And, And so 
I quick little last story, if you don't mind, is how I landed this client was basically through delivering that offer. I got called to do a recruiting video, which would be a $3,000, $5,000 project. But through diagnosing what they're really trying to go after, I literally asked them, do you have a whiteboard? Got the whiteboard in a present, you know, it wasn't a presentation. It was just like, we're sitting across from each other, grab the whiteboard and ask them questions and actually created them an offer. And, and I gave this to them for free. And that was what helped me land this client because they saw the knowledge and experience I had. And so that likelihood of success went up they understood their dire, their their desire result. I walked them through the process of how we can make that happen and how less of a, how how much they don't have to invest that much time into it, which decreased the time and effort. Right. So I sold. I even have like a pitch. Right. I just I created them their own offer and said, why don't we do this in the new year? And that's what landed this 50k project. And that's how it went from a three thousand dollar recruiting style video, right, one video to now a six to twelve month engagement, which is going to be fifty and probably a lot more. And so that was a quick yeah. little story there of how I landed that was from that formula. Amazing. Right. So you should look it up. So so cool. Amazing. Amazing. So. What I just heard, we'll end with this. What I just heard you say was you came into the Creative Res Mastermind. You learned in many ways how to in you know increase your your earning potential, your earning power. You then walked into a building, had a meeting with somebody, and you were able to show the value that you are because you've learned how to increase your earning power. When you all all you gotta do, people, people, anyone who's listening, to increase your earning power. You've just got to go learn things that you don't know that will solve bigger and better problems. That's what Kyler just talked about. And it led to a $50,000 retainer. That is huge. That is amazing. So, dude, we are so proud of you. Thanks again for sharing that story. What a great episode, man. Thanks for being on. Thank you, guys. Awesome. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for being on, brother. I'm sure you'll be on the podcast I hope so. another time at some point. Yes. Sharing about version two, three, four of, <laughs> of making it happen of your business. So yeah, dude, yes. thanks for being on today thank and you guys. so much value to everybody. All right. Thank All right. you thanks guys. For being here, Take care. Woo. That was so good. So again, so Fire many, episode. So many so gold nuggets that Kyler talked about. I love when he talked about the offer. You guys, that is like a six figure tool to be able cool. to use that to create incredible change in your business, incredible change in your lives, people around you. And I just love Kyler's. He's just such a great guy. Like mm-hmm. you guys go follow him. Give his Instagram handle for me one more time. Yeah, I think it's just at Kyler Miles. At and Kyler then Miles he's got him. his business one, which is I think making it happen studios. We'll link it in the show description. Check um, out in the show notes. Yeah. Put it in the show notes. Uh, we'll put it there. You can go follow yeah. him there. But what an incredible wow. testament to what happens when you work really hard but you don't work really hard on the wrong things. Uh, He's done that. We've done that. As he said in the episode, you've got to be working on the right things. You've got to have the knowledge. You've got to have the expertise. You've got to have the directional focus to make sure you're going in the right direction because working hard in the wrong direction isn't helpful, right? Working hard in the right direction is incredibly helpful and it's, in fact, incredibly financially abundant most of the time. And that's what Kyler's experience, like 50K in one deal from a retainer. Oh, yeah. That's insane. I love how he said, I made my whole year's salary in one, one gig. Like one gig. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. So crazy. Guys, if you want to get access to everything Kyler talked about getting access to that has completely you know, pivoted and changed his entire business, his business model, the finances of his business, even just like the perspective on where his business is going to go in the future. He has so much more vision and excitement for where it's going because he knows it's all starting to work for him. If you want to get access to all that stuff, we'd love to invite you to that. The six-week Credit Res Mastermind is coming up. It's coming up February 
February 12th is when it starts. So we are going to get everybody on into that thing a couple weeks before that. So you want to make sure you're ready for that. The six-week mastermind, guys, is literally the greatest place. Kyler said it. We're going to say it. Like, honest plug, it is the greatest place for you to learn the foundations of running a great six-figure creative business. And then for you to be able to, be able to connect with other people that are doing the same thing. The community yeah, aspect just like is Kyler. unmatched. It's phenomenal. We love giving everything we can to the people that join and jump on into the mastermind. So they can truly do what Creative Rouse exists to do, which is build a world where they're more successful at doing what they love and getting paid to do it, right? Yeah. Um, which is so cool. Life is too short to be pushing your business uphill and have it feel like it's not working and doing it alone. Do the yes. opposite of that. Run downhill with ideas that work with people who are cheering you on that are just like Kyler. So again, join that waitlist, creativerise.com or find it in our Instagram uh, bio. It's totally free to join. No commitment necessary. Just to hop on to learn more information. We'd love to chat about mm. it. DM us if you have any questions. Again, we have like biggest wait list in history. So get on in on that wait list. Ask any questions you need to ask so that you're ready to pull the trigger and that rounds don't pass you by. Or maybe if a round has passed you by before, don't let it happen again. Yeah, Kyler uh, sat through he applied twice two, and then didn't do it and then finally did it. And he's like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have done that the earlier. The change. So don't let the time pass you by, you guys. So join that wait list and yeah, hit us up if you've got any questions. Yeah. Thank and you. next week is the 100th episode. Oh my gosh. Crazy. It is. Don't miss that. There's going to be an exciting 100th episode. We're going to have a surprise for you on that episode. It's our century. Um, it is our century of podcasting, <laughs> our century which is insane. Of podcasting. So we're so glad that you are here. 100 episodes of us trying to do our best at helping you at home, you in your car, you on your bike, wherever you're listening to this podcast, in your office, break the creative struggle. Because yeah. we at Creative Rise believe that you deserve to break the creative struggle. That's the only reason why Creative Rise exists, is to help more people get to experience what Christy and I have experienced, owning our own creative businesses in the photo, video, content agency space it's insane the life that it's given us and we're so grateful for it and we know that it's possible for anybody so we really want to encourage you guys to do the same and so we're so glad that you are here and you've been on the journey with us as we're getting to 100 episodes of us trying to help as many people as possible achieve that it's gonna be Crazy. a fun episode so next we week. will see you guys next week guys we'll thanks for there. being here Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.